Yo, 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 it's your boy Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk, back for yet another awesome show. There are some shows that everyone has seen and some shows that people haven't. I'm just trying to do my best to bridge the gap, a little column A and a little column B. If this is your first time listening, just so you know, this is my list, nobody else's, just kind of some things that I've watched, um, and it's based off of that. So, now that the foundations have been set, let's get to it. Yo, 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 what's going on? It's your boy Matt St. Jack back at it again with the white vans, except for no white vans as always, just sitting in some loungewear today. But back at it again with another awesome episode of Anime Talk. No guests today. Um, today I'll be talking through an interesting post that I saw this morning when I got up. Um, I was on Facebook and I saw a meme that popped up and it said the I could have been the coldest character in anime but the writer did me dirty squad and it had four pictures of characters that I thought man that could very well be true like these characters probably would have been pretty dope if they hadn't have either got killed off or got you know something happened to them so I'm actually going to talk through those today but before I get into it as always I want to thank you each and every one of you for listening um, to the show and sharing it. Without you guys, this wouldn't be nearly as fun and or rewarding. I know I say that every time, and I know, of course, it sounds scripted, but I just want to make sure that I let everyone know that I definitely appreciate you guys. Every time that a new episode drops, it's immediately just um, listened to and devoured and shared and things like that, man, and I appreciate it. Like You guys have no idea how much I appreciate it. If you're not already following me on social media, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at AnimeTalk12. That's Twitter and Instagram at AnimeTalk and the numbers 1 and 2, number 12. Uh, there you will find any updates and news in regards to giveaways and upcoming episodes. Um, no giveaways coming up. As you guys know, the the end of Season 2 is upon us. I think I have like one more episode, I think, because this would be 19, I believe. Um, but yeah, so we're coming up close to the end of this season season two of anime talk i hope that you guys have enjoyed it i mean obviously i got some more content we're not going anywhere anytime soon but um just letting you guys know yeah this is number 18 so uh just letting you guys know that obviously the season is coming to an end we do about 20 i do about 20 episodes a season so you know, you definitely want to stay in and tune in to the uh, season finale as we continue to rock this thing on out so um that would be the only update that I have at this time. Um, let me know if you guys follow me, if you like or dislike an episode. I love interacting with the fans. As always, there may be spoilers, so you have been warned. Again, shout out to my boy Alejandro. Alejandro, you know that I'm going to give you a shout out every single time because you told me I need to put spoilers, a spoiler alert in here. So, shout out to you. Um, okay, cool. So, let's go ahead and get straight into this episode, which... Like I said, I thought it was very interesting when I saw some of the characters that were picked and some of the characters that were on this meme. Now, there's a couple kind of floating around that I saw that I was like, okay, cool. You know, some of these characters, I can understand. But I specifically chose one in particular. Um, and the one that I went with, there's four characters on there in this meme. And so I decided to go with um, these four characters. So let's go ahead and get started. 
So the first show uh, was from Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super, uh, rating 8.15, uh, 7.4, 291 episodes, 131 episodes for Super. That's how they're kind of broken down. Um, I got this information, as always, from uh, my anime list. Dude, I swear to you, my anime list, if you love anime, you love all things categories and just detailed breakdown synopsis. All this stuff for shows, I suggest that you go to my anime list. Again, I have no sponsorship through them yet, but if somebody is listening or they want to give me one, your boy is always ready to make some extra dough. Um, but um, yeah, so the character that I actually chose was Gohan. Um, and I know that like some people are like, oh, well, you know what I mean? Go- Gohan kind of did get his shine. Like, no, dude, he could have been the coldest. Like, These other people on this list could have been pretty cold, but Gohan had the potential to be the coldest character in anime, but they did him so dirty. So let's go ahead and start into the character description, right? So Gohan was the truth. Like literally, that's the first thing that I put in my notes. Gohan was the truth. Like from his introduction, I just knew that he was going to be destined to be that guy, but they did my boy dirty. Okay. Okay. So Everybody's like, okay, we'll do how they do them dirty or a, you know what I'm saying? Like they did kind of do them dirty, but why do you feel like that? So if you think about it, like baby, like, well, not baby, but like young Gohan, like not toddler, but like right after toddler, I don't know really what that phase is. I don't know, but you know what I'm saying? Like right after he, he was probably like, you know, I don't know, six, seven, you know, eight, I don't know, somewhere up in there. But anyway, dude ended up fighting Radix. After being kidnapped by Radix, right? Because he got told, you know, that he was part of a superior race. Um, not that superior race, but the Saiyan race. Um, and uh, he ended up getting kidnapped. And he ended up fighting Radix, which at the time, Radix was one of the stronger characters. This turned out to be um, Goku's brother. So dude got kidnapped by his uncle right off rip. Um, but ended up fighting him and actually stood a pretty good you know he stood toe-to-toe with him for a little bit i mean he got a nice little headbutt in um but you know i mean he was a kid you know it is what it is he was just fighting at least he was scrapping he was trying to do something at this point he was crying he was a crybaby but he was at least still trying to kind of fight um then he trained with piccolo he was one of the last Saiyans to turn into a grade eight before his tail got cut off which if you don't follow the show um Saiyans they have a tail when they're born majority of the time and when that when they have that tail um when there's a kind of a full moon deal kind of like a werewolf type situation they turn into a great ape they lose like all consciousness and they literally turn into king kong and just go on a rampage so they had to cut off his tail he used Masenko, which still to me is probably one of my favorite moves from this whole show. Masenko basically it's an energy beam that he puts his hands over his head and basically yells Masenko at the top of his lungs, and then he shoots like this huge bomb, a uh, ball of energy that comes out of his or this beam of energy that comes out of his hands. Probably still one of my dope, uh, my favorite. Uh, uh, moves in the whole show while he was fighting Vegeta and Nappa. Now, again, these are two Saiyans. Like Vegeta and Nappa are two Saiyans. I know that people would be like, "Well, Nappa was bald. How does how does a Saiyan?" Ball? Okay, look, man. You know, people go through life changes. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Nappa was under some stress. I mean, he was working with Vegeta. You know, he was. Maybe it was hereditary. We don't know. You know why Nappa was a bald headed Saiyan? I don't. I, you know, I mean, I'm sure that they did say it. I haven't watched this show in a very long time. Um, 
But, you know, maybe he was just under a whole bunch of stress. I don't know. But the 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 big thing here, the big takeaway is that Gohan went against Vegeta and Nappa, two Saiyans at this time, while they were holding out with the Z Fighters, which don't even get me started on all the rest of the Z Fighters. Yamcha, Chaozu, which I like Yamcha, but Chaozu, Tian, and Krillin, and Piccolo, which love Piccolo. Um, you know what I mean? Like... I don't know. Like, they were trying to fight and trying to hold out until Goku got there. And, of course, Goku showed up late, like always. Um, You know, how he does. But, anyway. um, But, yeah. So, he held his own against Vegeta and Nappa. Then he trained again. Um... And then he turned around and he fought Frieza during the Frieza arc after fighting the Ginyu Force. Like so, at this point, he's already fought some really strong characters: Radix, Vegeta, Nappa, uh, the Ginyu Force with Jace and Berta and, and and Captain Ginyu and all these other cats. Then he turns around and he fights Frieza. Like dudes, dudes, his repertoire, like his 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 fight catalog is already stacked. Like crazy and dude ain't even he's not even like a teenager yet dude is he's still a kid when he's fighting all these people then he fought garlic jr and then after he fought garlic jr he fought um he trained with piccolo and goku for three years leading up to the andre saga the andre saga three years training with piccolo which was kind of like his mentor slash father see the episode that i talked about about uh, uh about um you know piccolo and uh and yeah, his he and uh, he and Gohan's relationship. Um, yeah, because that was basically his dad. But he basically trained with both his dads. His dad and his stepdad basically is what he trained with for three years. And Goku is the strongest fighter in the whole show. Like, hands down. I'm not saying that he's my strongest fighter in the whole show. I'm just saying the way that this show is, is written and the way that it's, you know, animated, Goku is the strongest fighter because they will never let my boy Vegeta supersede um, uh, Goku. Which... There is a rumor that he's going to be when we come back out of Super, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so he trained with both of them for three years leading up to the Android Saga. Once he got to the Android Saga, this is when he finally turned Super Saiyan. Like, at this point, he has not even turned Super Saiyan. He didn't turn Super Saiyan until right after the Android Saga going into the uh, the Cell Saga. And this was after he was training in a hyperbolic time chamber. Um, and then when he came out, he was donning uh, the Piccolo uniform, which was like the, the white uh, kind of, I wouldn't say a robe, but it was like the, it's kind of like a wrap. Uh, but anyway, he, he had like the, the uniform that Piccolo usually wears with the shoulder pads and, you know, it has like the little additional weight and stuff like that. So, I mean, he was he was, you know, paying an ode to his uh, his teacher, you know, what I'm saying his real dad, you know, but um, he showed up and pop, and he showed up and fought perfect sale. And then he used the best Kamehameha wave still in the whole show. I don't care what nobody says. The father-son Kamehameha wave where Goku was dead and Gohan was fighting. He had one arm, mind you. Like, Gohan's arm was broke. Like, my homie couldn't even use that arm. He had one arm, channeled all his energy into a Kamehameha wave, and then Goku shows up, like, in a, in a, in a, and it's, like, telepathically, and he's like, you gotta let it all go, son. Give it everything you got. You gotta do it. And he uses the father-son Kamehameha wave. Boom. Still, again, probably one of my other favorite moves and and granted these both of these moves are from who gohan the 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 side character remember the guy that they did dirty so after that um he then 
that's that's like after the whole after the whole cell saga that's when they just completely dropped my boy off like they punked the mess out of him then he goes into great sandman which is like a regular hero but he can fly but he's like a hero so he's trying to be like normal to fit in and dude just like falls off from there like he can't i mean he goes super saiyan i think he went super saiyan because he saw videl getting beat up think yeah videl got beat up or something so he went super saiyan and got mad about that but outside of that it just made my boy random after that uh then he turned super saiyan like or i'm sorry then that was when goten came along which is his little brother goku's other son uh goten comes along and goten goes like super saiyan from the very beginning like dude goes like super saiyan super saiyan 2 like from the very beginning like at, at the age where go where gohan was getting kidnapped by Radix, like literally goten is already super saiyan super saiyan 2 like they just put this man on a fast track like he's just a prodigy all of a sudden like he's gohan 2.0 um so then after that um he ends up having to like go like gohan ends up having to fade into like hiding in disguises because the videl doesn't want him fighting and chi chi's like go to school and all of this other stuff he has to hide himself and wear like this little i don't know like a little I don't know, like a hanker, like a bandana on his head and glasses over his eyes. Like he's just, he's got to hide himself. It's just horrible. Then he fights Deborah, one of Bobby D's henchmen, when the Boo saga kicks off. Um, he got beat by Boo. Uh, and then, well, first Boo, Big Boo. He got beat by him. And then he trained and he went and got the Z sword from the Kais. Then he came back and he fought again and he got absorbed by Boo um, after he had absorbed Gotenks, I believe, which is Goten and Trunks, their fusion. Um, and then they punked him out again because then after that, he comes back. And then when we went into um, the Battle of the Gods, I think is what it was. I think that's what it was called, the movie. Um, and they came out, they found the Super Saiyan God, which is supposed to be like Super Saiyan Red form, which we all know was supposed to be Gohan. Super Saiyan Red was supposed to be Gohan. Like at that point, it would have been Goku, Vegeta, and Gohan. They still would have been the superior Saiyans. All of them have, you know, the blood in them. And it would have been okay. Everything would have been, the world would have been right. You would have had three Saiyans versus just the two. But no, they didn't want to keep it an, uh, an odd number. And they kept it down to two and they gave it to Goku but dude gohan should have been super saiyan red he should have been the super saiyan guy he still would have been competitive and then after that um when we get into like super i mean he's just standard dude goes to school he's again still sneaking out from you know videl he's got a daughter now with pan and chi chi's like you don't need to be fighting you need to be a dad and a husband and he's like okay you know i'll do it and then and then he gets into like some of these fights in in um super and he's like completely winded like after some of these fights and like piccolo's like dude like you need to come train with me because we got to get you back to where you are and he trains and he gets you know decent but they never let him get back strong again so i'm hoping that they give him an opportunity to come back i saw um while i was looking through and shout out to fandom uh, i got this information from from the dragon ball z wiki on fandom um shout out to them but, you know, I was looking through and, of course, I saw some spoilers that were down at the bottom as far as new arcs and things like that that are supposed to pick up 
uh, in super. And it looks like he's going to get maybe a little bit more kind of play in there, but not a whole bunch. Um, but maybe, they, you know, they give him a little bit of a glimpse. You know, maybe we'll get just a little bit of glimpse of, of, you know, the Gohan that we loved at one point. But, yeah, man, they did my boy dirty. Like, he went from all of this. Remember all those fights that I just told you about, all those great antagonists, all the, the people who is, who he's trained with, all the stuff that he's done, and then they just turn around and just throw my boy to the wolves and just say, hey, go be a dad and a husband and don't do anything else with your life. Like, come on, man. This dude was the prodigy. Like, he was the man. <sighs> don't even, oh, this, is, this has got me upset just talking about it. Anyway, moving on to our second character so the second characters from naruto naruto shippuden and boruto um so 7.92 8.18 5.79 i'm gonna give a show finally about boruto believe me like i'm i don't know if i want to catch up before i start talking stuff about it because people were saying that it got a little bit better but I want to give a show on Boruto because listen to those numbers. Like before I even get to the character, 7.92, 8.18. So Naruto, 7.92, Naruto shipping it, 8.18. Like look at, listen to that. Like, do you hear that? Like that, that, that's absolutely ridiculous. Right. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm just saying like, those are, those are two really really good shows and then you turn around and you go to 5.79 5.79 like come on now come on anyway so um 220 episodes in the first one 500 episodes in the second one and then the current one is still going i don't even know don't really care about the numbers like i don't know don't really care anyway my character that i decided to choose here was rock lee um so yeah rock lee yes my homie Rock Lee. So um I did an episode with a buddy of mine, R Gap, with shout out to R Gap. I did a buddy of mine, and this is some of the information that I've I I compiled from his um and then I turned around and just kind of put it back in here. A quick little copy and paste. Um but he was on Team Guy with Ten Ten, the rumor baby mama of metal and Boruto, which um if you haven't watched Boruto, you or if you have watched Boruto, then you know that this is just the continuation of the series. So basically a lot of your Gen One characters like Rock Lee and and um uh, um uh, I was about to say Odahime. That is not her name. Um, but uh, like Naruto and Sasuke and Sakura and all those Gen 1, a lot of those Gen 1 uh, characters that we loved, they all grew up and then had kids of their own. And Metal is um, Rock Lee's son, which I thought that was pretty cool. Rock Lee, Metal Lee. It's cool. But anyway, Ten Ten was supposed to be the rumored baby mama of Metal and Boruto, but they kept it to where, you know, Rock Lee just doesn't have, you know, parents because why not? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm not saying, you know, I mean, this is like a Disney movie. You just grow up with no parents or something like that or just one parent. Um, and then Neji, uh, which was the childhood prodigy of the Hugo clan. Um, and uh, he had the the great might guy as the as the sensei, which was their uh the the i guess the shinobi over the top of over them um so he was like the leader so he can use taijutsu um he can only use taijutsu which is similar to just martial arts uh, as far as rock lee and i think 
I don't think, I mean, I know that Mike God does use a lot of Taijutsu. I don't know if he couldn't use tai, like any other ninjutsu. I can't remember if he couldn't use any of them. I just know that he used Taijutsu to kind of like embrace and kind of be there for Rock Lee uh, because he couldn't use anything. Um, he's described as uh, he's he desires to be a splendid ninja despite not having much talent. Lee first appears in the series as a participant in the tuning exams, twice a year exams for ninja who wish to increase their rank. Um, and during the tuning exam, Lee battles Gara, a ninja from the village um, in the sand. And this fight was absolutely amazing. Um, I still to this day is probably one of my favorite fights from this show and it ended up like Lee ends up dropping his ankle bracelets and like they hit the ground and everybody's like why did he take off his ankle bracelets and when they hit the ground like the whole floor shatters and everybody's like wow like he had that much weight on him and he's just super fast he's beating up Gara and then Gara pulls that little anyway so in the fight um, Lee opens the five five of the six or five of the eight chakra gates um, that basically he can open to kind of boost his power. Um, and it puts a limit on the the body's ability. It's like a like the gates are basically like limits on the body's ability to use chakra, which is their force that they use when they're using ninjutsu or taijutsu. Um, using a forbidden technique known as the hidden lotus, which increases his natural abilities at the cost of his health. Despite his effort, Gara cripples Lee by crushing his left arm and leg, injuring Lee to the point that he must abandon becoming a ninja. So that's what I was saying. Like, I love Gara, I love Rock Lee. But when I watched this fight, I was on the fence for both of them. I really didn't care who won. I was like, okay, cool, it is what it is. Because at this point, Gara was just a little bad kid. He was just a delinquent. Rock Lee was the good kid who wanted to just do all the right things. They got it. They fought. This was a really good fight. But like I said, at the end, um, Gara ends up like Rock Lee had won. Like it was over. Like they should have just called it. It should have been done. And Rock Lee used or uh, Gara uses just a little bit of sand that he had left and basically does. I think it was sand coffin. Yeah, I think is what it was. And basically the sand where the sand latched on to his arm and leg um to rockley's arm and leg and then when he used the sand coffin it basically um compounded and basically constrict i wouldn't say constricted i don't know it collapsed um basically on those arm on his arm and leg and and uh squeezed them until you know they broke and yep he was crippled his left arm and leg he was crippled you can't you you know as they as they say uh Nobody has the need for, you know, one-legged ninja, you know what I mean? So, you know, it was just kind of a thing. He he just he couldn't really do much after that. So, um after that, he kind of comes back and he gets um he gets healed by Lady Tsunade. And then he ends up fighting against uh Kimimaru using the drunken fist technique, which is an amazing fight. And um yeah, because that drunken fist was dope. And he thought he was drinking medicine this whole time. Well, he thought he normally he was taking medicine, you know, obviously with the healing. But, you know, this time he accidentally ended up drinking some uh some booze and dude was absolutely ridiculous. Like well, he like Kimimaru said stood no tra- no chance at all. Um when he got healed, there was a fifty percent chance of the heal that the surgery would actually work and actually heal him, which it did. Um when Kimimaru was on the verge of defeating Lee, Gara intervenes uh continuing the battle. So 
when he ends up coming back, um, Gara at this point has kind of gone through his own, you know, cocoon and metamorphosis, metamorphosis. Yes. Mm hmm. Yep. A change. And um, after, you know, Naruto kind of let, won him over with the power of friendship and he decides to come back and they end up fighting Kimimaru together. So it was a really good fight, a good uh, kind of segue and tie in to them kind of becoming friends and understand there's, you know, some bad blood, but it's not all bad blood. Um, and then after that, the next time that we see him pre Boruto was during the Ninja War when he helped fight Obuto and uh, Madara. He opened the fifth gate by 17 so which was a that was actually a pretty good feat um to be able to open that fifth gate by 17 and by the time he got to the war um he was actually able to open the sixth gate so i mean at this point like dude is like in boruto from what i've seen like i haven't seen much of him really fighting i know he's in the show but supposedly it's rumored that he can open all eight gates now um so if he can open all eight gates, and I mean he should be the strongest. Now, obviously, the eighth gate is the gate of death, which don't even get me started on that because my guy opened up the eighth gate and he was supposed to die, but somehow Naruto was had healing chakra all of a sudden and he was able to heal him and save his life. But whatever. But anyway, so yeah, man. Like I say all that to say this: like Rock Lee started off really, really hot, like really, really good. Everybody, he he was well loved. Dude was like at one point. He and Mike Guy were walking around the village, like doing handstands, and they were sleep. Like, like Rock Lee was sleep. Like he was literally sleep and still walking because his body determined and, and wanted him to be. It was so determined, and he wanted to be so strong that his body continued to move by itself. Like, dude was supposed to be that character. He was supposed to be that guy. And then, right after he got his arm and leg crushed, it was like they just threw my boy to the wind. Like threw him to the wind until he came back after being healed, and then we saw him in a couple fights after that. But I'm like, come on, man! Like he's he's still that guy. Like don't 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 punk my boy out like that. He's still that guy. But yeah, they definitely did him dirty. So, um, you already know in typical fashion. We do two, and then we go to break, and then we do two more. So uh, the first two that we did, of course, we did uh, Gohan and uh, Rock Lee. So we'll take a quick commercial break. I'll come back, and we'll wrap it up with the next two characters that they did dirty, that the writers did dirty. Be right back. All right, thanks for sticking around with me, guys. So continuing on from where we left off. uh, So the next character in, uh, in the list titled uh i could have been the coldest character in anime but the writer did me dirty the next character is actually from one piece uh 8.54 974 episodes just watched the newest episode yesterday night i was so sad so many emotions going on in that show and actually you know well i mean he he technically couldn't be here because yeah but anyway um i thought i had another character that i could have potentially used but i'm going to stick with uh stick with who i decided here and i've talked about him before on another episode i believe it was the anime desk that messed me up i believe um but it was actually or made a yeah, it may have been that episode. I think it was. But uh, Potus D. Ace, which is, uh, if you follow the show, then you know that it follows Luffy, who is the main character. Um, they call him Straw Hat on the show as well. He just wants to be the Pirate King. Um, but Ace is like his adopted brother. They're not like adopted. They were all orphans. He, he uh, it was Luffy, Sabo, and Ace. They were all kind of like not brothers really but they became brothers but this is like the older one of of the uh, of the trio 
So, the character description for this one, um, he was born as Gold D. Ace, nicknamed Firefist. Uh, so, Gold D. Ace, I believe, well, I mean, I don't believe. He was, he was Gold D. Rogers' son. Um, not Gold Roger, but Gold D. Roger. He was his son. Um, but he was nicknamed Firefist Ace. Um, he was the sworn brother of, or the sworn older brother of Luffy and Sabo, and the son of the late king, pirate king, Gold D. Roger, and his lover, Potus D. Rouge. Um, Ace was adopted by Monkey D. Garp, as wished by Roger to him before his birth, um, which Garp, Monkey D. Garp is actually, Garp is actually Luffy's grandfather. Um, Ace was the second division commander for the Whitebeard Pirates, which I love Whitebeard, RIP to my homie, um, and one-time captain of the Spade Pirates. He had the Flare Flare Fruit that allows for the user to create, control, and transform into fire at will. It was a Logia-type uh, fruit, which, uh, like, there are devil fruits um, on this show that you can eat. They give different abilities, which this one, like I said, was the Flare Flare Fruit. Um, and it allows the uh, user to transform the composition of their body into a natural element at will, um, as well as create and control it. So, the flare flare fruit being a logia that that means like there are some that are like like the uh i can't remember what they call what they call them i know logia is one they have like a they have some that allow you to change like your body and stuff like that too i can't think of what it is off the top of my off the top of my head right now but there are different fruits and different fruits have different abilities like luffy has the gum gum fruit which allows his body to extend into like uh like pla not plastic but rubber. So every fruit is different. Um so dude had every opportunity to be that character, right? Like Ace was Logia style, so you couldn't really hit him. Once he turned his body into fire, he ends up, you know, fighting and, you know, he he was fighting Teach and like I thought he Teach had beat him. And it was just it was just so much fighting going on. We saw ace when he was younger then all of a sudden we didn't see him for forever then all of a sudden he pops back up in luffy's life and luffy is excited and everybody's excited and then he disappears it was just so much going on then he got captured and that was where things went sideways right he ended up getting captured um and he ended up dying uh during the marinfold arc after being captured and imprisoned in impo down which is a prison underground um luffy had just just missed him but he later met Jinbei who would eventually join the crew shout out to Jinbei can't wait to see you and um when he ran into Jinbei when they were at Impel Down basically he told him where he was going so they broke out Luffy sails to Marinfold and ends up saving his brother from a public execution cool but I know that you're like but Matt you said he died how did he save him so one of the commanders and generals of the Marines and Ayuki uh, I think that's his name. I I can new I can uh, whatever you know you know me man. I I butcher names all the time. I'm sorry, but uh, one of the commander slash generals of the Marines ends up burning through Ace with his lava fruit powers, um, while Ace is trying to save Luffy. So Luffy is really aloof. Um, which I wonder if that's where they came up with his name. But anyway, so he's like standing there, and he ended up getting like kind of caught off guard, and um, I. It, I can knew, yeah. Anyway, this general, <laughs> he ends up, basically he has a lava fruit, which lava is hotter, than I guess, than fire. So when um, Luffy's standing there, he tries to hit Luffy, and he steps in front of the punch, and it burns basically right through him. 
unfortunately, and Ace dies. Um, Ace smiles one last time and passes away, um, falling from his brother's arms as the last fragment of his Vevery card burns away, which Vevery card in this show was actually pretty cool. It makes sense that you would have some kind of option like there's something like this considering the fact that you're in a big world where everybody is kind of on ships and if every card is like a card that a person tears off um and then they write their name on it and this card kind of can lead you to where they are so that was really cool um but it was really you know kind of shitty in this situation to see it kind of burn you know burn away um, as Luffy was holding his brother, Whitebeard, his father figure, mourned his loss and stood stood strong on the shore and fought the Marines back and gave his crew one last command, one last command, protect Luffy at all costs. Ace's death um, ultimately provided or proved to be the catalyst leading to Luffy training for two years to become strong enough to protect all of his friends. Um so yeah, this show, like, this show was absolutely amazing in the first place, but for Ace specifically, I really was, I really was kind of messed up about this, because, like I said, he was gone, or he was there, then he was gone, then he was there, then he was gone, then he got in prison, and then all of a sudden, you know, Luffy went out of his way to try to go save him, and then just to see him kind of die, now granted, you know, in anime, and just in shows in general, a lot of times characters have to die in order for the main character or another character to become stronger, to, like, bolster their resolve and kind of get them to get over that hump or over that challenge of where they are in life but this was a sad one that had to happen like i didn't want this to have to happen to my boy luffy i didn't want it to happen to ace i want to see ace at his finest man i want to see my homie just grow up and both of them sail the seven seas together and eventually link back up with sabo and just chill but man that did not happen that way at all um but yeah, Ace had the opportunity. He could have been a really, really amazing character. Like, I, I could have seen, like, something happen to Whitebeard where Whitebeard died and then Ace took over. And, like, he kept it maybe the Whitebeard pirates in memory of Whitebeard, but he would have stayed the captain. I could have seen that happen, but it didn't. So, yeah, just a sad death. And just a character, again, that they killed off way too soon, man. Some of these animes just kill off characters. I just feel like way too soon. And I feel like he was one of the ones that uh that ended up dying a little bit too soon. Um, But anyway, moving on, moving right along to the very last one. So the last one, Naruto shipping in. Um, 8.18 and uh, 500 episodes. I normally don't double dip when it comes to certain shows. But this one, I was talking to my brother earlier. And I was like, man, you know what? I gotta add him on here because my boy really deserves the uh, really deserves the shout out. And so on this one, um, it I chose the uh, she she sui she, she I think it, I think I think it is she sui. Uh, anyway, Uchiha, um, he was the bro, he was like the childhood friend of Itachi. So he was like the big brother, I guess you could say. They had kind of had like a brother slash best friend bond um but he was the oldest he was the old he was the older one um he graduated from the academy during the third shinobi world war shusui um was placed on a guinea team alongside his best friend um immediately after the war ended a year later he ended up witnessing his friend die on a mission, um, consequently awakening the Mangekyo Sharingan um, as he felt responsible. So the Mangekyo is like a it's a visual um, a visual ability that that some people have on these shows. If you haven't watched Naruto and Naruto Shippuden, now I know I was talking you know stuff about Boruto earlier, but if you haven't watched Naruto or Naruto Shippuden, especially. 
Yeah, you need to you need to you need to correct some some decisions that you made in your life, man. You need to go back and watch this because this these shows are absolutely amazing. Naruto and Naruto Shippuden are absolutely amazing. Um, but uh, a year later, he met a five year old Itachi Uchiha, whom he became best friends with, uh, while the two formed a brother like bond. Again, he was like a big brother to uh, Itachi. A year afterwards, Shunsui uh, Shisui began drawing attention as a guinea, garnering the name Shusui of the Body Flicker, um, which the Body Flicker is a ninja. Um, it's an ability that makes a ninja move a short distance um, up to long distances at almost an untraceable speed. It almost looks like they're teleporting. So they called him uh, Shisui of the of the uh, the Body Flicker because he he use this move so well um he got swept up in the politics of the spy uh, investigation into his clan's involvement in the nine tails attack which again if you've watched the show then you already know what i'm talking about um with the whole situation with madara and they thought that all the itachi or all the uh uchihas were involved in this plot to overthrow like the stage this coup coup d'etat of of trying to get you know trying to overthrow the the village hidden in the leaf and they were going to try to you know overtake them um so he got swept up in all the politics and doing spy investigations for both sides it was just absolutely crazy um donzo took his right eye for his own purpose uh, but he was able to get away so donzo at this point like he had his own purpose he had his own way that he wanted to save his village and get them out of you know this this microscope that he was on that they were under because of this nine tail situation he just did it in a really wrong way you know how like you have those characters that you're like man he had a really like you know sometimes there's some bad guys when you watch a show an anime a movie you're like man the bad guy actually had a really good idea he just went about it the the wrong way like the worst way ever donzo was kind of like that he really just wanted to protect his village but he just went about it the wrong way uh, but anyway he took uh, his right eye and he gave his left eye to Itachi. Um, and that's probably one of the saddest pictures ever is just to see this kid. Well, I mean, I guess technically he was, I guess maybe he was like a teenager at this point. Maybe, you know, young, maybe older teenager. But just to see him with both his eyes closed, blood going down his face, and him holding his right eye in his hand and giving it to Itachi, or his left eye, rather in his hand and giving it to Itachi. He gives it to Itachi and then he jumps off of a cliff hoping that his death would unlock the Mangekyo Shine Gun, which succeeded. So the Mangekyo, I know I alluded to that earlier, but the the Mangekyo Shine Gun is initially awakened by the trauma suffered from witnessing the death of someone close to the user. Um, so it kind of unlocks in a different ability to the actual Sharing Gun in general. Um, even by Uchiha standards, Shisui was noted to be one of the most talented members to the famed clan that they had ever had. Danzo even held him as the strongest Uchiha of his time. He was so strong that Kabuto, um, this gets a little bit further into the show, but Kabuto, when they got ready to fight during the fourth Shinobi War, he was so strong that Kabuto actually wanted to reanimate him for the upcoming war, but he was unable to find a sufficient DNA sample for it. Um, because the way that Shisui died, he when he jumped off the cliff, he wanted to make sure that it looked like it looked. He wrote a suicide note and everything. He wanted it, he wanted everybody to understand that he wasn't around and wouldn't be able to find him, and they he wanted everybody to think that his eye had went with him because everybody wanted this eye, um, his left eye. 
So that's what he wanted everybody to think. But um, they couldn't find any DNA, so Kabuto couldn't actually reanimate him. He also had a Susano that was green, um, a Susano that was green, which was one of the only ones that there were that that was of its kind. Um, I believe because I looked and I don't remember anybody else having a green Susano. I remember blue, I remember purple, but I don't remember a green one. Um, Itachi kept uh, Shusui's other eye to honor his friend's final request to protect the village and their and their clan's good name. He inserted the eye in the body of a crow, um, and Itachi made final arrangements to implant the bird in Naruto's body as a countermeasure against Sasuke if he ever learned the truth behind the Utachi or the Uchiha's clan's demise and attempted to destroy the village of the Hidden Leaf. So. This eye is just huge. I mean, at this point, it's been destroyed. Both of them have technically been destroyed, um, but just because they were so so strong. But what what really amazes me about this, and my brother brought up a very valid point when we were talking about this earlier, was like he was he was fabled to be the strongest Uchiha. Like we would have never been talking about Itachi. We would have never really been talking about Sasuke had he stayed alive. But again, somebody had to die. This is another prime example of a character having to die for other characters to become stronger, right? If he doesn't die, Itachi doesn't get his eye. If he doesn't get his eye, he doesn't get to Mangekyo. He doesn't get to Mangekyo. He's not he doesn't become he doesn't become a member of the Akatsuki and kind of sets all of this in play. So I understand why he had to die, but realistically, like we could have been talking about a totally different show. Like this dude could have been, he could have been everything. They, he, he could have had his own show as strong as they made him seem like he was. He could have had his own show. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I, this, this one kind of, kind of rose me the wrong way only because, and I felt bad about this because I had to look back into it. Um, again, shout out to, uh, the Naruto fandom for page for, uh, for this information, but I had to look at back into him because I was like, y'all, he was so short lived on the show. Like I didn't, i talked to my brother. I was like, I don't even remember him. I remember, I remember using him on the game, like on like the Naruto, the, the Naruto, uh, fighting games. I remember using him there because I, I liked his ability. He was, he was a really dope character, but I was like, dude, I don't really remember him. But yeah, he was just—it was because he was like killed off, like inst- like instantly. And but he, but they said all these great things about him, and he just disappeared. So, um, but yeah, that was uh thats the list. I'm glad that I went over this one because, like I said, it kind of opened my eyes to some characters that I didn't remember, some stuff I need to go back into it and watch. Um, and then obviously it brought up some, you know, some touchy subjects, you know, Gohan and Rock Lee and ace you know all sad situations and then this guy you know i'm just like oh my goodness man like there were so many characters out there that we that could have been a thing but they all got killed off or they all got you know moved out fairly early in the show so let me know what you guys think as always let me know if you like my list if you didn't like my list let me know man like i don't know i mean it's not really my list but i just thought it'd be kind of dope to kind of talk on it and uh i enjoyed it for sure definitely enjoyed it so i mean just to recap like i said we had gohan from dragon ball z dragon ball super we had rockley from naruto we had ace from uh one piece and then we had shisui from uh naruto which i'm assuming that i'm saying that right but if i didn't i just americanized the mess out of it because that's me that's the american that's my and instead of naruto saying that's that's my ninja way that's my american way just butcher through names that's just what i do unfortunately no disrespect to the culture i just don't have the tongue for it <laughs> i try though um 
But anyway, thank you everyone for sticking around and supporting the show again. Um, you know, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at AnimeTalk12. That's Twitter and Instagram at AnimeTalk12, the number 12. Um, make sure that you guys continue to share the episodes. Know that, again, that the season is getting ready to come to an end. I think we have, like I said, two more episodes. This is 18. So we got two more episodes, 19 and 20, before we get into a season or and then we'll have a season finale on episode 20. And then we're taking a little hiatus, man. I'm going to get back and get some good content for you guys and uh, get some new stuff rolled out. I may have a new logo. Uh, that's an that's an update. I'm just thinking through right now as I'm recording. I may have a new logo. We'll see. But uh, in the meantime, as always, guys, I appreciate you guys listening and, again, sharing all the content. Continue to... Uh, you know, support your boy where you can. And shout out to the, I want to give a special shout out to the 3% in Germany. Like I looked up on Anchor, which shout out to Anchor. And I know that you guys already saw the ad, but on Anchor, it breaks down like countries and things like that, that you're in. And uh, America is huge. I mean, I think, I think America was like 84%, but shout out to Germany. Germany is holding strong at 3%. I don't know who in the world is listening to me in Germany, but thank you so much. Um, Reach out to me. Like, if you're listening to the show, reach out to me. Let me know what you uh, let me know what you like about the show because you guys are definitely keeping keeping uh, that three percent up there. Everybody else is like one percent or a little bit less than one percent for all the other countries. But uh, yeah, shout out to Germany. I want to give uh, I want to give a, a special shout out to them for uh, for their continued support. So, as always, guys, this is your boy Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk, and I hope that you guys have a great rest of your uh, week. Until we talk next time, peace. Oh, 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 oh,